All right, Brandon Lewis here, a little piece of housekeeping. If you're in some sort of loud area, if you've got a lot of background noise, if you would mute your, mute your line, uh, that would be helpful. I appreciate y'all getting together. I just wanted to have a real informal screen share and I do it every year about this time of year for folks that wanna join our program um, and just answer any questions that you have. I'm not gonna really spend a whole lot of time talking. Um, I'm going to give you all kind of a, an outline and then let you all jump in and ask me whatever questions you'd like. Um, so most of you know me, but a few of you, depending on when you discovered who we are, what we do, may have just kind of wandered into our universe. But my name is Brandon Lewis, and I'm the founder of the Academy for Professional Painting Contractors and Painters Weekly. We also run a painters purchasing group, um, digital services group, and I work exclusively and only in the, in the painting industry. I uh, used to be in politics and nonprofits, uh, worked on state, local races, um, federal, uh, wrote a book called How to Raise Money for Political Office. And then in 2000, I think late, late 2007, I started a painting company, built it up to about a million bucks and sold it for 440000 and some change about five years later in 2013. Is that right? I think 2013. And so I've been running the Academy for about six years now. And um, the reason I did it is just because I love business systems. Like I, I can't paint. I've never painted. You should probably never tell anyone this, but I'll tell you anyway, because I'm a terrible salesperson in this regard. I, I, I don't have a whole lot of passion for painting, but I do have a passion for helping painting entrepreneurs and, and business systems. I enjoy it. I love watching them solve problems, helping them fix problems. It's, it's probably my favorite thing to do. And so for the past six years, I've worked with over 450 painting contractors in six different countries. Uh, the largest one I've ever worked with was a single unit uh, that did nationwide work and they ran about $50 million uh, out of that unit. And I've also worked with every franchise in existence. And I worked with the second largest franchise for four years, redoing business systems, sales, marketing, operations, things of that nature. And so that's really what I enjoy doing. That's what I like. Um, so here's really, there are big, three big problems that I find that most painting contractors have. And it really doesn't matter if they're very large or if they're very small, they tend to have the same issues and the same problems because the, the business systems are the same in almost every size painting company, at least the, the basics. You do have a, an extra layer of managerial leadership that comes in once you start hiring operations managers, uh, estimators, marketing coordinators, administrative assistants, that kind of becomes a kind of a little bit of a different system, the, the management system for each one of those roles. And then when it really gets a little bit more complicated is when you, you know, start managing a sales manager uh, or managing an operations manager that has other operations people underneath them. But I might deal with 5% of companies that are in that area. The rest of them are, you know, a million to $3 million. And it's pretty simple when it's about that big or smaller. And so the big three problems that I see that people come to me with is, um, and I'm going to take questions here, probably about 10 minutes. Um, is they, they either don't know what they don't know, like they, they know that they're not making much money and they know that maybe they're processing a million dollars worth of 
business, but they're only making $100,000 or they're only making 150, they really need to be making 300. Uh, we recommend that people have a cash flow to owner number of 30% if they're not in the field. And that's easily accomplished. You just have to start out with that as the goal and work your way backwards. Uh, or you need you need to know, you know that you need to do something, but you just don't know what. Or you, you know that your sales system or your operations processes aren't good. So you know those need to be fixed or something needs to happen, but you don't know how to do it, which is not uncommon. Or if you know how to do it, you don't know what's the most important thing to do first. And so what it causes, all that stuff, just to I mean, it's real simple, it causes low income. And not that income's the only thing that matters. It, it isn't. But I mean, it's kind of like the primary reason you start a business, right? Is to make money. And when it's not making money or if it's not making a whole lot, it sucks. And, uh, and, and it doesn't have to be that way. It, you have stressful days. Like if you don't have operations processes or sales processes or reactivation, retention, and marketing processes in place, it, it causes problems. So every day you show up to work and work's kind of unpredictable. The quality's unpredictable. The budgets are unpredictable. Work coming in is unpredictable. And it's just, it's just stressful. Uh, it causes a lot of anxiety. I'm a, I'm a, I would say I'm somebody who's in Ross. I think you may have kind of a, a loud line there, but Ross Johnson, and I don't know if you know how to self mute yourself, but I'm going to hit the little mute button here for you. There's just a whole bunch of background noise there. I think you can unmute yourself. But, um, and so it, I, I struggle with anxiety and I, I don't need, I don't need my business to be more complicated than it is. It's already tough enough just to run one the right way. Running one the wrong way is no fun. It's no fun. It's not even, sometimes it's not fun running it the right way. So you doesn't need to be ran the wrong way. And so what I do and how I fix problems, practically speaking, for those of y'all who don't really know, is I get on the phone with an owner. I don't have it with me, but I have a two-page document and I go through it over the phone. Okay, this is a terrible way to sell what I do, but I'm just going to tell you what I do. Um, and I go on the on the I get on the phone and the first thing I do is I look at what I call macro metrics. And those are big things like sales, where's your business coming from? How much money are you making? Um, and then we we look at your, you know, we move into operations. Uh, what's your charge rate? Uh, what's your pay rate? How many guys are you running? How many weeks are you out? And then I dig into, you know, are you using job costing? Do you have production rates in place? Uh, how are you getting your jobs set up? How are you ordering your materials? How do you equip your crew leads to come in on budget and, and make customers happy? Do you have an ultimate crew leader packet? Are you running a safe labor bonus program? Do you have agenda-driven crew meetings? Because a lot of times in that operations part, I'm looking for a few things. Number one is, if you're not making 50% gross profits on your jobs, it doesn't matter what else you do because you're not going to make any money. If you're, if you're processing, and Peter, I think you've got a bunch of noise going on. I'm going to mute your line here. Um, the, if, you, um, if you're not making money on your jobs, you can do marketing and sales just fine. Good luck. I mean, there's just no money. Like if you're making 30%, you need to be making 50%. You're never going to reach 30% in cash flow to owner because you need that 20% that's going to be gobbled up in operations and other things to, to pay for that stuff. So they have 30% left over. You can't start off at 45 or 42 or 30. You got to start off at 50 and work your way down. And also a lot of times people think that, um, 
that and Robert, I'm gonna Ross, I'm gonna mute you again. You keep you've got you got noise on your end and it, it's distracting. So I'm just gonna hit mute one more time. Um the a lot of times people think that their their painters are like I can't find good painters, it's all my painters' fault, my painters, my painters. And I start looking at their business systems for how they manage their painters and maybe some of it is the painter's fault but if you manage your painters improperly if you don't give them systems if you don't set labor hour budgets if you don't use production rate estimating and, and you've got 20 percent variance in your budgets because you're guessing they still can't make you happy because they don't have the tools to make you happy and they don't have the structure to make you happy and and you're asking them to do things that on one job is really doable because you you un, you overbid it by 20 percent, and on the next job they can't possibly make you happy because you underbid it by 20%, but you don't know that. And so it, but it becomes this unnecessary conflict. So the first place I start is operations and, and just see what you need there. And then I move into, uh, from there, we move into customer reactivation and retention. Why? Because if you don't retain your clients, there's nothing else that is gonna, it, it causes all these systemic problems. Your close rates will be lower than they need to be. Your charge rates, you'll not be able to get the maximum charge rate. After about year three, you, you get the privilege of starting over again forever. Your average cost of sale is higher. Uh, and it just causes all these, it causes all these serious problems. And it's almost like trying to swim across a river with a millstone around your neck. Can you do it? Yeah. Will you ever get your best time? No, it's kind of like running your business with a with a headwind instead of a tailwind. And one thing that it really does that it it hurts your equity. Uh, when you get ready to sell your business, if you don't have those systems in place, it's harder to sell because you don't have as much to sell. So that's a big issue. Um, and then then we get into sales. I walk through the sales process. I thin slice it from beginning to end. This is all sounding very appealing already. I know. But this is how you fix it. It's it's boring stuff, but this is how you fix it. And I, I just look at it from the customer's perspective, not your perspective. And because your perspective really doesn't matter because you don't say yes to yourself. You don't sign contracts. You don't get checks from you. You get checks from clients. And so I walk through that process. And, and often people have one of these pet the dog, talk about the Bowling Trophy, build rapport, email a PDF, maybe call a couple of times for a week or two, and then you quit. Well, that doesn't work. That's that's the same as an unlicensed or an illegal painting contractor would do. And they can't tell from their perspective that you're any different than anybody else. You're selling something really expensive in an industry that no one trusts. And um, they've been lied to by every home service person imaginable. Uh, and they probably only had a good experience with 20% of them. So when you walk in and you think they know exactly who you are and how things work, and then they don't. So we, we walk through pre-positioning, presenting, post-positioning, and follow-up. And what I'm looking for is like, how, how much better could you get at sales? Because if, if you've got virtually nothing in place or just a little, I mean, you can raise your closing rate from 30% to 45% and raise your you know charge rate from 50 bucks an hour to $65 an hour simultaneously. I see it happen all the time. And so that all that just piles into your income because that's above and beyond the 50% that you may already be at. And then we get into just how you're generating your leads in general and where you're spending your money. 
Uh, with net new, do you have B2B relationship programs in place? Are you going after commercial repaints? And so we get all these fundamentals in place so that a painting business can be more stable. And the next thing you know, people like double or triple their income, not because it's hard. I mean, honestly, if you want to boil it down to making it pretty simple, there are 2,000 labor hours in a year, right? If you work 40 hours a week and there's 50 weeks a year you work, there's 2,000 labor hours. If you're just on a brush and you charge $50 an hour and you get it, that's a hundred grand. So if you're making less than a hundred grand, then somehow magically you have figured out a way to work for less than 50 bucks an hour when you, I mean, that's a charge rate for one painter. And you get a buddy working with you at $25 an hour and, and you're charging 50, well, you're clearing 25 there. And if you get another buddy doing that, well, now you're at 50. Well, that's that's a hundred times 2,000, that's 200,000. So people tend to, in my experience, um, when they get out of the field, they tend to overcomplicate a painting business. I mean, really overcomplicate it. And they don't understand where the money comes from or how it leaves. And sometimes we have to get them to fill out cash flow projection sheets and other things. But that's it. And then when I get to the end of that call, I say, hey, look, you got these five problems. Okay. Some of these are going to be solved by the core five modules. And some of them aren't. So I'm going to send you some supplemental toolkits. We're going to set up your 60-minute quick start call. And I want you to start working on this before you and I get on the phone again. And then once you join our program, simply it rolls through. Uh, in month one, we, we work on customer reactivation. Month two, uh, we do the PowerPaint presentation process. Month three is the at-home monthly newsletter. So we've reconnected with your customers. We've sold them at a higher price and a higher closing rate. Now we're going to get referrals from them and keep them in a way that doesn't treat them like a human ATM machine. Then we move into our B2B referral uh, program and then into commercial. Now, usually a lot of times I have to help people with job costing and I have to help people with production rates uh, and sometimes just operational things simultaneously because they're not making money like they need to on their jobs. And that's, that's the first problem we've got to fix. And from there, and everything in our program, by the way, guys, has you know, videos, manuals or checklists, um, everything's done for you. It's like, I don't tell you to send out a letter, the letter's written, the text message is done, the, the uh, presentations are done, the diagnostic surveys are written, the company stories are finished, the spreadsheets are done, everything's done. It's franchise grade quality, I would say better because franchises, both at the individual and corporate level, hire me all the time to fix their programs. And they don't hire me because of my sparkling dinner conversation. I'm not like, I'm not a life coach. I'm not a raw, raw, motivate you kind of type of person. I'm like, here are the business systems. You plug them in and you fix them. You'll make more money and eventually you'll like me because I've helped you make a lot of money. And I'm very direct with people on the phone when I work with them because we've got a limited amount of time and I've got to get things done. And, and my, my goal is for you to do things. And if you do things, you make money. I've never had a single solitary person that I've worked with that if I push them and they get something done that they don't come back to me and say, thank you, I'm making more money or I've solved this problem, I appreciate it. So um, that's how we work. And in addition to that, um, and it, you graduate into the mastery calendar after the core five. Uh, for example, you know this, this month we worked on seven steps to manage any direct report. And previous to that, it was crew leader upselling but you can't do crew, crew leader upselling if you're not doing job costing first. And if you don't 
Uh, if you don't have production rates in place, if you don't have an ultimate crew leader packet, if you're not running, um, you know, agenda-driven crew leadings, that's kind of something that's a little bit advanced. And so we don't major on the minors here. We get the basics and the fundamentals put in place. And if you get around to trick plays after you learn to block and tackle, great. But we're going to focus on the basics first and get those in place. And I'm always amazed at big old companies um, that don't have the basics in place. And so that's that's what we do on that end. We also have a monthly call similar to this where all of our members get together and engage. Um, we um, do a monthly training uh, on various topics. And we have an Ask the Expert call where we get one of our members uh, on the horn. And also we uh, have a members only portal and you can uh, you access all that archived information ever since 2013. So there's like six years of stuff in there that you can go review that's very helpful. Um, and we get together once a year at our Painting Profit Summit, which is fantastic and a lot of fun. And uh, we have a members only Facebook page where people just help one another out. And it's not full of the same type of people you'd find in a painter's chat room. If you want to go bankrupt real quick, go to a painter's chat room and ask somebody's advice. That's why I don't hang out there. It's just terrible, terrible advice. Just bad, bad suggestions after bad suggestions after bad suggestions. And it's like an echo chamber. So uh, it's a little bit better environment in there. So that's it. I mean, simply put, we just put business systems with one-on-one -on -one coaching and group support all together. And as you implement these systems in sales, marketing, operations, and management, and recruiting and hiring, it just fixes all the problems. I mean, I, I don't mean to make it sound complicated, and there's only a handful of metrics that really matter in a painting business. I mean, all you're doing is buying labor wholesale and selling at retail at a profit. That's it. That's all there is to it. And you plug those systems in place and it works. So every year I have the uh, privilege of standing on a stage and handing somewhere between 30 and 40 awards out and they're not participation trophies. I mean, these are people that have done amazing things and almost everybody in our program had their best year ever in 2020 and about half of them lost two months. And so we do really good work and I enjoy uh, working with people in the painting industry. So. That's it in a nutshell. So I've done every, I've said everything I'm going to say because we got started about three minutes late. And uh, like I told you all, this wasn't going to be some kind of scripted long pitch or anything. I just want to get on here, tell you what I do and then answer any of your questions because I'm debt free. I make a good living. I've got hundreds of people in my program. One more member doesn't make a big deal to me really, but I love helping people and I enjoy it. Um, I've got very simple tastes. I go camping and I drink box wine. Not very expensive habits. And so, and everything's paid for. So, I mean, I just, I do, I mean, it, it frees me up to be like a physician. I mean, you go to a doctor, they tell you exactly what's wrong. They prescribe things, but they don't sell you on it. Right. So I, I don't do a whole lot of that anymore because I don't have to. I just go in and fix people's businesses and people stay with me. It's, it's pretty simple. It works very well. So with that having been said, I'm going to open up the open up the call for questions. You know, it could be anything from anything specific about the program to, um, and, you know, set, you know, setting up your call or, or you got some kind of question about your business. I'll hang on here until 1.30 and then I'm gonna go to the gym and work out and then go to the house and work some more on my business. So that's all I got guys. I'll open up the line for anybody that has any questions whatsoever.
All right, I'm going to get Go Jim early today. <laughs> Hi, Tanya Powell. I'm in uh, North Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. And I'm curious, how long does it take to go through the process, in your opinion, if somebody's motivated? Um, how long? What? It depends on what you mean by the process. So we've got, I've got a lot of things that I work on with people initially, like right when they start. And that's probably the most challenging part of our program to me, uh, I think, because you find out once you get on a phone call with me, you, you find out what all is good and what all is wrong in your company, and you find it all out in 60 minutes. And it's very, it can be a little overwhelming. Again, I told you, this is not the world's best sales pitch. I mean, I'm supposed to tell you, oh, it's easy, and you just snap your fingers and just swap your credit card, and all your problems will be fixed. That's a bunch of bull crap. And, um, but it'd be a little overwhelming, but I tell people, you can only do one thing at a time. You paint one house at a time, you implement one business system at a time, and I will give you the things that, that you need to do first in order to, to be successful. And that's one problem, that's a beef that I have with a lot of programs is that they major on the minors because I ended up, I end up re-coaching a lot of people that have been in other programs and I get on the phone with them and I'm like, you're not using production rate estimating. You don't do job costing. Your, 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 your operations are in chaos. Who missed this crap? Who, who, I mean, be like if somebody, had, you go out to a house that hadn't been primed or scraped, but it was painted. Like you see that immediately and you're like, who did this to you? And so we, we, we focus on the major things first. So, I mean, you can bolt on as much as you want to. I mean, we have, I mean, if you think about it, I mean, I've, I've probably created 40 different business systems, uh, but some things are not really essential. Like we have programs for radius marketing and a 40 door steady work program for getting online reviews, for collecting video testimonials, uh, for crew leader upselling. And for example, those are four programs that you could probably run a painting company forever and never do any of them and still make a bunch of money. Now, if you want to bolt them on, you can, but it's not they're, they're not what I would refer to as essential. So, I mean, you can, you can do as much as you want to for as long as you want to, but I would say most, somebody that is, I, I, let me back up one, one way and put it to you this way. We have a, one, one of the first things I do with people is I work on our power paint presentation process. We do that in month two. I have people that enroll in our program and they'll get it on a Saturday Put it together on a Sunday and be doing it on a Monday. It's not that hard. Everything's templated. You just change and edit the templates and you follow the process. Now, will your first two or three or four or five be like natural? No. Will it be what you're absolutely used to? No. But after about two weeks, it'll be old hat and you'll be pretty good at it. Uh, but at the same time, I have people that it takes them three months to implement it. And they only implement half of it, but they get good results and they're happy. And I tell them, I can't, I can't go to your house and sleep on your couch and wake you up and brush your teeth and follow you to the office and tell you to do it. But I can get you pretty damn close. I can get you as close as I can at a distance. And the rest of it, you'd have to take from there. Okay. And I don't think I've seen the fees. How much is the program? The program is $997 to enroll. And it's 297 thereafter. So, I mean, if you were to buy a painting franchise, it's 100 grand. So it's a lot cheaper than that. <laughs> and uh, we, so for most of you, you know, your average 
painting job in North America is about $3,000. It's trending toward 3,500 now. If you're making 50% gross profits, you know, I've got to help you find one job in the first 90 days to break even, which is easy. We, we do that with customer reactivation. I've seen as much as $300,000 be generated in that program in 30 days, depending on the size of someone's list. So that's not difficult. Um, and you close one job. I mean, other things, stuff like sales, you know, your sales process. Every time you see a, a client with a crappy sales process, your closing rate's lower than what it should be and your billable rate's lower than what it should be. And you run a hundred, you run a hundred leads through a crappy sales process versus a good one. That's probably a hundred, two hundred thousand dollars that gets flushed down the toilet just because you're doing an estimating process, but not a persuasive sales process. And so the big one big thing I, I really teach our guys to to do is to focus on opportunity cost. How much money does it cost you to do it wrong for 5, 10, 20, 30 years? And if you're in your 60s or 70s and you're watching this, um, I work with a lot of people that are in that age group as well. And they end up like doubling or tripling their income in the last three years of their business. They've been in business for 25 years and then they sell it at a big profit. This year at the summit, we had two people that I got to recognize. One was Michael. Uh, Osherman, who was in his 70s, and he sold his painting business. And another one was a, a, a young man that I worked with in Platinum that was like probably, he's, I think Andrew's 26, and he sold his painting business in two and a half years. And I helped him build it up. He wanted to go do something else in, in the restaurant industry where he came from. And so the, the big issue to me is not so much what you pay. It's like, what, how much does it cost to do it wrong? for a week, for a month, for a year. And, uh, you know, you can't go back and fix the past, but if you're going to do something for a living, there's hardly any amount of money and time you can spend learning how to do it the best you can do it. Cause you're going to spend the same amount of time, no matter what. Does that make sense? Totally. And you know what? I don't even have a question about it. That's great value to be honest from, from what you're saying. So, okay, Brennan, well, I'm in. <laughs> well, shoot me I look forward now, to what, chatting with what, you more and de yes. deep diving. <laughs> and here's what you do, Tanya, just email me, Brandon at paintersacademy.com. And I'm not, I don't have a, hey, go to this page. And like, if, if you're too lazy to email me, I'd, I'd rather just not work with you. I'll be honest. <laughs> I've, got, I've got so many people. I mean, if you can't email Brandon at paintersacademy.com, you're not going to do any of the modules I send you. I and mean, that's, you can't send an email. There's, yeah. you, you're, you're not going to do anything else. So I just tell if you'll email me that take me that will take me a couple of weeks to three to get on the phone with you because I'm still I've got about three months out of the year where I am just slammed. And then the other time of the year is pretty normal, but I'm still recovering from our summit because we had so many people sign up for our program. But I look forward to talking to you. I'm, I'm happy to help you. in any OK, way. Um, awesome. I look forward to it. Other questions. Other questions. Joe's got a little raised hand thing there, but I don't know how to make that work. So, Joe, you're just going to have to talk. Joe with the little tiny raised hand. Am I supposed to click on this thing? I don't know what to do. Joe, did you click that button on accident? I think you may have. All right. Does anybody else have any questions till Joe can figure out what's going on? Yes, me, Catalina Rodriguez. Hello. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm fine. We, you know, you know that the painting business is 97.3% male. The fact that two questions came from ladies at the beginning is a statistical anomaly. I don't know if that's good or bad, but go ahead. 
that's actually excellent. <laughs> <laughs> well, Go ahead. Um, my question is, um, does the process include like a website if the painter doesn't have a website or do you guys revise the existing website? How do you guys work that out? So we have, there are three things that I do. So you got like number one, we have our standard coaching that I've talked to you about, um, which we have a gold program, which is kind of like a group program, which is what I've mainly been discussing. I have a platinum program, but it's full. It stays full all year and there's a waiting list. I only work with 10 painters uh, in that program. I think I may have an opening coming up in like March or something because somebody started at an odd time. And so there's that part, which is all the business systems and the coaching in the community. Then I have a second part, which is what we do here in our digital services department. And Catalina, I lost you. No, there you went. You moved over here. Sorry, people keep adding and dropping and your face keeps moving around. But um, the we have a digital services department and John Schofield, who's, if you could see, I'm right across this wall over here. He's in the next office over. And all we do is build uh, websites for painting contractors. And the reason I started doing that is because I put together some modules on how to do it. And I kind of almost did it myself when I ran my business, but I found out that nobody did anything with that. Even my platinum members that I work with one-on-one, -on -one, I'd ride their butt about it. And they went, they, it's just too technical. And, and, and that was even back when it was simpler. I mean, things have changed a lot, even in five or six years. And so finally, I was like, if I'm ever going to help our guys do this, I'm just going to have to hire somebody that does it for them because they will not do it. And they can't do it. I mean, to be honest, they just can't. And so um, that is separate. And it's something that is almost detached from what we do here in, in a way, because we have members that are in our digital services program that aren't in our coaching program and vice versa. So if, if you can, you can email me and I'll about that particular element and I will forward that to John and he'll get in touch with you and what he, he does something very similar to what I do because you have to, he does a diagnostic where he looks at your current website and tells you the strengths and weaknesses of it. He looks at your uh, local area to see if you're placed in a good place. And if we need to work on your domicile uh, location, Google my business. And then he looks at your competitors to see how easy or hard is it going to be to, to get in that three pack and to get on the first page where you are. And sometimes we tell people, hey, I mean, I, I know you wanna be in this metro area, but there's 10 people there that have been there since 1995 and we could lie to you and say, oh, this is gonna be easy, but it ain't gonna be. Why don't you look at this suburb over here where the competition is less and maybe we domicile, you know, see if we can get you legitimately domiciled over here and you can start generating leads uh, because here's the truth. Getting 20% or 50% of nothing that's a lower volume and high, higher quality is better than getting 0% of a metro market because you have to fight people that have been in there for 20 years and you're not going to win for several, several, several years. So we try to give people practical advice on, on strategy so that they don't just spend their wheels and spend their money. Does that answer your question? Yes, thank you very much. And yes, I will be emailing you because I'm interested in the program. Well, very good. I'm happy to talk to you. If it, if it works out, that's great. And if it doesn't, we'll, we'll know at the call, but either way you'll walk away with a lot of information that's very helpful because that's, that's what I like doing for people. So thank you for coming here. Y'all made the call a lot prettier. 
Uh, <laughs> so I can't I can't say anything about the rescue boys. You rescue boys are you're not helping us out here. But anyway, all right. Uh, other questions that y'all have? Questions. We've gotten gotten a few really good ones. Joe, are you trying to ask a question? I'm not hearing anything, and you're about to wreck. That's what I know. This is this is ve this is unsafe from a vehicular standpoint. Um, so I can't hear you, buddy. I'm sorry. If you're in a Jeep, it'd probably just be a windstorm. Uh, Steve, do you have a question, or anybody else? I know some of y'all have been hiding until now. If you got a question, yep. just jump in here. Go ahead, buddy. Yeah, I do have a question. Um, is the coaching uh, does it have a time limit? Do you have like six months and um, and it just goes on maintenance mode after that, or what? No, uh, we have. I mean, we we have different programs and things that roll out every year uh, or every month. And um, so there's something new that's coming up or there's something being reintroduced. Uh, and we also, and I, sometimes I just forget everything that we do. We provide a done for you newsletter on a monthly basis. It's written for you. All you have to do is get it out the door. We recommend that you do that by mail and email. Email alone is just, it, it, you're only talking to maybe 20% of your audience and then people opt out and mail works. It's the only box. Other, I mean, everything else, mail, email, phone, text, uh, or text, all that stuff, everything comes to your phone now, except for mail, which goes in a separate standalone box, and it works, um, and our guys do it, uh, but it goes on. There's no, there's no long-term commitment in our gold program, and I forgot to mention this part earlier. We have two guarantees. One of them is a 60-day unconditional money-back guarantee. Internally, I call that my lazy-ass guarantee, and that is for people that afraid they won't do anything <laughs> and so i'm just like i don't care what you tell me i don't like your redneck accent you were too direct on the phone what the you know the, the ink wasn't black enough the paper wasn't white enough the pixels weren't pixelated i don't care. i just i just emailed jennifer and say send them the running back and uh, i have another one which is five thousand in your pocket guarantee and that is if after 60 days if you do what i asked you to do and if you haven't put five thousand dollars in your pocket because of it and that I won't give you like a lot to do, just two things usually. And you get 30 days to do each one of them. If you don't put a bunch of money in your pocket, I'll give you your money back. So I always tell folks, whether you're a hustler or whether you're kind of a, you know, you drag your feet a little bit, or if you're just nervous or worried, um, it's it's no big deal to me. So I, I just, I try to make it simple for people to say yes, because I know if they implement even one of our systems that they're going to get a huge ROI. And when you get little wins early, it encourages you to keep going. And so that's why I try to get people as many wins as quickly as I possibly can from a financial standpoint early in our program so that they have the, they feel like they got the momentum to keep going. Okay. Um, one more thing. We, I am in a uh, franchise okay. and we do have systems set up and I think they work very well. Um, so uh, I see your system as possibly adding on to the top of that. Um, do we have to use your systems or can you operate in that mode? No, people, I mean, people can do whatever they want to. I mean, I've worked with every franchise, Fresh Coat, Serta Pro, 360, Five Star, Wow. I'm sure I'm missing some. I'm sure I worked with some that I didn't even know were franchises. 
Um, so the one that you know, obviously fresh code I'm most familiar with was I worked with them at a corporate level for four years as an independent mm -hmm. consultant. And we redid reactivation, retention, sales, hiring, recruitment, and commercial over four years. And uh, I have a lot of those guys in my program. I love working with them. But, um, you know, the, the, but I always do tell people, and again, this is terrible salesmanship, but I'm going to do it anyway. Sometimes, sometimes, well, some franchises have real strong systems in certain areas and real weak systems in other areas, or, or just no systems in some areas. I've, I've found that before, which is pretty, pretty perplexing, but, you know, it's just a carbon copy of the original business. And if that original business was a little weak somewhere, then all the carbon copies tend to be weak, although smart franchises fill that in over time. Some of them do, some of them don't. And uh, I can help in any way, way that I can. And, you know, you, you may not need, I mean, you, you may be doing something, if, if it's not broken, I don't try to fix it. I mean, it's like, it's, is that working for you? Is it good? Do we know for sure it's working? Like we've measured it and documented it. It's not like I feel like it's working because I'm doing it. It's like, is it working? And if it is working, it's, let's leave it alone. Unless it's one of those things that will cause problems later. Like for example, Occasionally, I'll work with people that aren't using production rate estimating and they're guessing. And they tell me, now I don't have any way of verifying this, that, that their jobs are coming in on budget and they'll show me some job costing stuff. And I'm like, okay, we don't have to do that first, but eventually I get around to it because I've just seen it cause nothing but trouble because you can't hold your men accountable to a guess. You can't job cost with a guess and it be accurate. Then you don't know, are, are they messing it up because I guessed it wrong? Are they messing it up because they actually messed it up? Then it's hard to do a save labor bonus program because then are you robbing them of their bonus because the estimate was off? But sometimes people like they, they tell me, I don't know if it's true or not, that their jobs are coming in on budget. I'm like, okay, well, let's not mess with that. But then you got another issue. Like you go and hire an estimator. How do you teach him to cock his head to the right and guess? You can't teach somebody that. You can't. And then you can't be mad at them when they can't guess. I mean, you can't. You, I mean, how are you going to be mad at them? And you can't hire somebody without painting experience who has sales experience because you don't have a system for them. So that's a long way of saying um, it depends. So uh, you would you would be able to help get uh, the systems that are currently in place kind of coordinated into a cohesive system that flows um, through the process. I guess I, I'm not, I don't think that is complicated. I have done for you yeah. tools and systems. I'll teach you how to use them. I'll hand them to you. And all of our systems could be used if I were dead. Like if I died tomorrow and, and checked off the planet, like people could log into our members only portal and, uh, and do our stuff. I'm a, I'm a toolkit and systems dork. Like I have built three or four businesses out of a toolkit, just a toolkit. Here's how you run an XYZ painting business, or here's how you run a Christmas decoration business. Here's how you run a coaching business. And if it's a good system, if it's a good, I can take it, never talk to the person who wrote it. And I'll just, what I do is I just, do, I do something really stupid, right? I just go do what they tell me. Sounds kind of crazy, but I just, if somebody's already done it, I do what they tell me until it doesn't work. But most of the time, if they're reputable and if they've got a good track record, you go do it and you get results. I'm like, I don't, I don't need to talk to you. You already told me what to do. Although I do that too, but. I try to make ours so standalone and so simple uh, and also have it closing on this. I'm rattling on a little bit here. Um, I have an 80-20 mindset, which is what are the 20% of, of things that if you did it, you'll make 80% of your money or solve 80% of your problems or generate 80% of your opportunities. And that's all I focus on. And I keep it very simple because most people don't want a bunch of complicated bull crap in their business. 
They want a handful of things that they learn and they want to get good at those things. They want to do them over and over and over again. And if you do that, you can't kill a painting business. You cannot kill it. I mean, you can screw up every fifth job. I don't advise it. I don't advise it, but you could. And you'd just keep trucking forever. And so once you fix the things, I mean, it's really, a painting business is very simple. You're just selling labor hours and you try to make sure that you don't go over budget. You got to sell some stuff. You got to stay in touch with some people. You got to find a few new contacts and friends to send you business. And I mean, that's, that's about it. You got to hire a few people. It's pretty simple. All right. Thank you. At least the way I look at it, I think it's pretty simple. Uh, other questions. Renee, did you have one? You came out of, you came out of nowhere down there. So I didn't know if some other people show their camera right before they're going to ask a question. I tried uh, my laptop and my desktop, and now I'm on my phone. <laughs> hey, whatever works. Um, I, I established my company in 2017, haven't done my, a thing with it. I established it because I work with at youth risk, and I wanted to just train them in painting because it's, you know, it's easy to learn and it's something that they, they can bring into the world when they get released. Um, and I wasn't really thinking of for profit. I've been in painting for 25 years. I've been running crews. I've, I've um, I broke my my back. Uh, a lot of collapsed on me, so I was in the office for a while. So I knew um, I knew the ins and outs of of you know the office work. And now I'm looking, and I know what you said at the beginning. Unpredictability is it's just outrageous. People not showing up. Um, it just so many things can go wrong. I wanted to approach this to to get going again but approach it um not working with with the youth at first but subbing out jobs getting jobs by offering a color consultation getting the getting the job bidding it out and subbing it because I, I i have a good rapport with a lot of paint companies around here um what do you think of that it works um so here, there's always this constant question in this debate. It's been 1099 W2 hybrid. So I've seen people succeed with 1099s. I've seen them succeed with W2s. I've seen them succeed with hybrids. I've seen them fail with all three models. I don't, the, the model is not as important as doing it correctly. So, you know, the issue with subcontractors is number one, you need to legally keep your nose clean. Uh, I see people doing stuff they shouldn't all the time in that regard. And the way that I describe it is it's like, uh, it's like walking across an old country road without ever looking. There's not a lot of traffic. You can probably do that for three or four years, never get hit by anything. Just not even look, just walk across it. But one day when you get hit it is very unpleasant. And if you get in trouble with the IRS or a labor board over dual enrollment, uh, not dual enrollment, dual uh, employment, They'll look at everybody you've ever employed for as long as you've ever employed them, and they're going to give you some kind of summary judgment on all the taxes you owe. And I had a guy, and every year I'll talk to four or five guys who volunteered. I don't ask them about it. And they are paying off taxes that they were, that they got judgments for 20 years ago. You can't bankrupt out of it. You're just, you just, you owe it till you die and until it's paid. So you got to get with an attorney in your area if you're going to run subs. You need to get, um, subcontract agreement, a non-compete, non-solicitation, and a checklist uh, for how you operationally interact with those people to make sure that you are compliant. Now, subs, legal stuff 
aside, I'm not an attorney, I don't play one on TV, do not construe this as legal advice. Um, the, you have to spend a little bit more manpower getting them started. You have to spend a little bit more manpower checking on jobs. There are things you can and can't do with them. You can't control the quality as well. But the, the beauty of it is the you don't have to go through as much effort as you do with W-2s to make sure they come in on budget if you sell it appropriately as a flat rate job. Now, using production rate estimating is just as important there as it is with W-2s because you will you will you will have a bad relationship with your subcontractors if you guess your projects. But if you use production rate estimating and you show them, how long does it take to paint that door? I could do it in 20 minutes. Well, I'll give you 30. How long would it paint, take you to paint this stretch wall? I'll do it in 45 minutes. Well, I'll give you an hour. And you, this is how I estimate. And I'll pay you $30 an hour for, for every man hour that's on this job. And here it is on every line item. Be very upfront, open and transparent with them. And, and say, you know, I, I write these, I put these jobs together in a way that you can't lose money and that I can't lose money. And I'll take care of all the marketing and the sales and the operations. I'll buy and order the paint. Your job's to go show up and paint. And so that works. With W-2s, you have complete control over it, but you've got to have daily job costing. You've got to have crew meter meetings that are agenda driven, which you kind of need to do with subs anyway. And uh, you've got to have uh, some kind of save labor bonus program in place so that you can incentivize them to come in on budget. You got to have an ultimate crew leader packet. I mean, there's there are other things you have to do with W-2s that you don't have to do with subs, but you know there there's less legal risk and you have more control. So in in both models, you've got things that really work well and things that that don't work as well. And you could also do hybrid. I know a lot of people that run W-2s. And uh, then they get covered up in the summer and they work with three or four sub crews so that they can get their surplus of exteriors completed within the season so they don't have to be pushed off to next spring. So, I mean, there's not a good or a bad way. There's not a good or a bad model, but there are good and bad ways to do it. And that's what people don't understand. So I hope that helps answer your question. It does. What about is that something that you would be willing to help me with? Is that to to get? Yeah. I, I'm not that yeah, I mean, legal. Yeah, I have people that you know that when they start off, I can give you a list of things to do. I can tell you exactly what you need to do. I don't mean to be a know-it-all, but after after working with 450 painting contractors and doing 2,200 plus diagnostic surveys, you get an idea of what to do. And not because I'm a genius or anything. It's just like, it's all I do. Look, if all you ever did was work on a Ford F-150 from 1998, like you'd know everything about that truck. If you'd worked on 450 of them, you'd know. If you'd seen 2,200 of them pull in, you'd know what to do with it. And that's that's just what I do. All I do is work on painting businesses all day. So it's pretty easy once you know. And, and not that I don't ever see anything new. About once a year, twice a year, I'll see something pretty darn new. And I'm like, holy cow, here's something new. That's pretty neat. And uh, but I've just stolen a lot over the years. You know, we have really accomplished guys. I mean, the average size of the painting business that came this year to the Painting Profit Summit was like two point two million dollars. And uh, we had a lot of smaller ones there. But it just goes to show you that the folks in our program tend to be larger because they just grow. I mean, like I said, if you do the basics right and you just keep working in your painting business, you can it, it never shrinks and you can't kill it. You can't kill it. I mean, you can, you can kill it, but you got, if the basics are in place, you really have to work at it. <laughs> you have to work at it to kill it. Great. Thank you for your time. I appreciate it. No problem.
It's what I do for a living. Uh, other things, other things, other questions before we hop off here today. Well, guys, I've enjoyed it. Um, if you want to get on a phone call, like I said, it'd take me a couple of weeks to do it. If you email me, Brandon at paintersacademy.com, I'll uh, get get with you and Jennifer. We'll schedule a time and I'll look at your painting business and talk to you. If I can help you, I will. If I can't, I'll tell you what well, might not be a good fit, might not be a good time for you, whatever. But um, I enjoy doing it. It's my, my favorite thing. And I, I always enjoy the, the month or two when I get back from the Painting Profit Summit, uh, I always feel motivated and excited because I get to see everybody I help. So much of what I do is like this. I don't really like this, to be honest with you. I, I like to be with people and see people and hang out with people, but it's impractical. You know, some of you are in the Northeast, I'm in the South. And, and even if you were like two hours down the road, it's still not efficient. And, uh, but when I see people and I see how much we help them and, and I get to talk to them and be around them, I'm like, this is why I do what I do. I enjoy, I enjoy helping small business owners and it's fun and it's, it's pretty simple. And so if I can just, my number one goal is always to get people to do something. If I can get you to do something, everything else takes care of itself. And so we, it's not about thinking, it's about doing, and it's not about hoarding information. It's about implementing. And so if we can get people to implement, we've got all the information and tools they need. We just got to set aside some time on the calendar and go do it. So I've enjoyed it, guys. If I can ever help you, shoot me an email, brandon at paintersacademy.com. Otherwise, I'll talk to you next time.